What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're gonna do an update on Twitter's management situation. Jack Dorsey has reached an agreement and Twitter have reached an agreement with Silver Lake Partners and Elliott Management um, coming to a deal with Jack Dorsey being able to stay on as CEO, um, both Silver Lake and Elliott Management each getting board seats. So I think there's a lot, just quickly wanted to unpack, you know, what happened here. I think Twitter has huge potential. No, I'm not a shareholder or have bought, bought any stock yet, but I'm just, I'm, I love Twitter, the product. I love using it. I see huge potential as it just being a staple and pipeline of the digital economy. Um, I think they haven't found a good way to monetize the attention on that platform. Um, that's why it looks kind of expensive and doesn't make sense from a financials perspective. But I think in the long term, the strategic value of this asset is undeniable, has huge potential to grow, you know, three, four X get huge. It's only worth, you know, 25 or 30 billion. Some of these other social networks valued in the hundreds of billions um, once they figure out monetization. Anyway, I don't need to tell you about the potential for Twitter. It's huge. Huge. Um, it's it's literally a utility in the era of the internet. But now we have this deal. Um, Twitter has come out as of yesterday, or um, as I'm recording this, um, saying they've announced a partnership with Silver Lake and Elliott Management. So originally, um, I thought Elliott Management and their old you know guy Paul Singer essentially was trying to kick out Jack Dorsey, install this MBA CEO, which like totally freaked me out. I'm so on the side of owner, operator, founder, like just a unique company like Twitter. Jack is the hacker and coder that built it. He's taken the reins. Uh, four or five years ago, came back on a CEO, pushed all the metrics in the right direction. Um, I think he's done an excellent job. You just got to be patient um, with, you know, his. It's, it's just impressive what he's done and it takes time to turn around a company the size of Twitter. But anyway, so I'm, I'm so, so pumped um, saying, seeing them come to the terms that Jack Dorsey is staying on. And what's interesting here is Elliott Management, one of their younger directors, um, Jesse Cohn, appears to be like their technology investor. And he's actually been the one leading this initiative um, for Elliott Management. So he is now joining the board of Twitter and along with um, this guy, Egon Durbin um, from Silver Lake. And so basically these two big activist hedge funds are now going to be on the board. They're going to be watching and monitoring closely, but Jack Dorsey gets to keep his leadership. Additionally, Silver Lake will be making a $1 billion investment into Twitter. This part was a little confusing. At first, I was like, wait, wait, Twitter, Silver Lake's making a billion dollar investment, but Twitter's also, also authorizing a $2 billion share repurchase. So they're selling a billion in stock, but they're then they're going to buy back $2 billion in stock. But that's actually not what it looks like is happening. Um, it looks like Silver Lake has agreed to purchase one billion in aggregate principal amount of the company's convertible notes. Um, so it looks like there's a one billion dollar debt deal that's gone down. So Twitter raising a billion in debt um, from Silver Lake, but at the same time using that capital to re repurchase up to two billion shares of its own um, over time. So I think it's a little weird structure here, but the, the, at a high level, I'm super super pumped that Twitter is launching a share buyback. This has been one of my biggest pet peeves and reasons I potentially did like Twitter is that you're not growing that quickly and you're not growing that quickly, especially when you take into account the dilution that's been going on from share-based compensation. If you take a look at Twitter's share count over time, like this has just been really, really frustrating for me to watch the outstanding share count just continue to increase at a solid CAGR uh, from 761 million to 777 million in a year. Like it's not a huge increase, but it's just a couple percentage points and it's just diluting value. And it just really, really bothers me as a shareholder, um, especially when you consider the fact that Twitter is more cash on, on hand than it's ever had. Had. It's like six and a half billion in cash. It's like you could easily mitigate this dilution. Uh, you have totally the rock solid balance sheet to be able to handle it. But anyway, so I think this was kind of a low hanging fruit and this sort of puts a nice floor on the stock price. The fact that Twitter is saying we're going to buy back stock. So love that they're keeping Jack Dorsey on. Love that they're pushing in this new um, repurchase agreement. Additionally, they issued some guidance um, in this letter, which I think is awesome. And I think gives you a hint of like why I kind of think this is the best of both worlds. Yes, I hate big activist hedge funds meddling with tech companies. And like, I really hope they don't 
pressure and more short-term thinking onto Twitter and the product and the company, that's the worry for me. And you need to think long-term. And that's why I like Jack Dorsey staying at the helm. So it is, you know, them getting to the board, getting a little bit closer, putting more scrutiny on Jack Dorsey could definitely put some of that more short-term decision-making bias into the company, which I'm worried about. But on the flip side, you've also sort of, sort of speak, just lit a fire under Jack Dorsey, the management team's ass and have been like, okay, well, we're going to keep you on as CEO, but now you got to deliver. That actually might be a good thing. So I'm still internally thinking about that yin and yang trade-off there. But the point is, Twitter's with that new fire lit under their ass is saying, check this out. In 2020, we want to grow our monetizable daily active users by 20%. 20% user growth for Twitter would be excellent. That's really strong guidance. So they've just put out amazing guidance um, for user growth for 2020. They also say they want to accelerate revenue growth. Revenue growth slowed a little bit last year to about 13 or 14%. So they're saying we want to at least do that. That's around 14 or 15% revenue growth at the minimum. That would put 2020 revenue at about $4 billion, which would be an all-time record. Awesome numbers for Twitter. So embedded in this um, agreement with Dorsey coming on, we have super strong 2020 guidance from Twitter as well. And that's why the stock did a little bit better than the market um, when everything was crashing because of this strong guidance. So anyway, um, that's my update for now on Twitter. Definitely going to be monitoring this situation very, very closely. They've also put out this thing called Fleets, which is their own version of like Instagram or Snapchat stories um, that they're testing out in certain regions that could become part of the app. I don't know. I'm not really convinced that this is a good idea at all. I mean, the story is taking off as a new medium for social media or like type of post, but, and there is a lot of advertising potential in stories. So I guess it's good from that way. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I actually have another idea, a moonshot idea for how Twitter could monetize that's way better than Fleets that I'll put out in another video. So definitely stay tuned for that. But anyway, that's my update on Twitter. Really pumped with how this all turned out um, and would love to know what you think in the comments below. Are you happy about this? Are you pumped Jack's staying on? Are you bummed that these two you know, new funds are joining the board? Let me know in the comments below. Huge shout out to our Patreon supporters, producers, fun on the channel. See y'all next time.